Brother Chuck here from the pulpit of the Church of Common Sense. It's almost over. 2023 I'm talking about. This is the next to the last week of the year. And our podcast on the sins that will do you in, the top five sins of the week, for the week ending December 23rd, 2023. Which will be the top five sins of the week? Ignorance, arrogance, pride, deception, greed, laziness, apathy, or the eighth sin masquerading as a disease of hypocrisy. Hang on, we'll find out with our countdown coming up. We can make anybody famous or we can bring anyone down. Make everyone's friend Or get you run out of town We'll cover death and destruction We'll cover disasters and wars Make idols the sun And help others to dance with the stars But since the days of just three channels Way back before the remote We've been making up stories to make you tune in And helping poor people vote We got you right where we want you Believing in all that we say you won't believe just how much that we're raking in the media. We helped get Obama elected, helped Oprah to start her own church, freed OJ from prison. Put Donald Trump back to work We can't save you from a recession We can save you on an automobile And I'll bet when it's all said and done That you'll think you've got one heck of a deal All since the days of 13 channels Way back before the remote We've been making up stories To make you tune in And helping poor people vote We got you right where we want you Believing in all that we say You won't believe Is how much that we're getting paid the media And now in the days of 300 channels All control with one remote We're still making up stories To make you tune in And helping poor folks to vote we got you right where we want you 
then in all that you say You won't believe where all the money goes to the media We begin our countdown of the sins that will do you in this week with sin number five. And yes, it is the sin of arrogance. Free speech is the subject of a fight once again between social media and broadcast media. The NAB, which stands for the National Association of Broadcasters, has come out against Facebook and Instagram and their parent company, Meta, for their use of automated tools to remove content from their post. Apparently, some posts were removed recently about the Israel-Hamas war that the NAB said came from some media outlets and were broadcast over the air. And they said that Meta and Facebook have no right to do that. Well, this week, the board recommended overturning their decision to delete two posts. But by that time, Meta and Facebook had already put the posts back on there. Broadcasters are worried that their new algorithms will start taking down posts that they deem are appropriate and necessary for public consumption. Is it just broadcast media admitting that social media is now more important than them? <laughs> the sin of arrogance. It kicks off our sins on the top five that will do you in for this week. We move on with our countdown now and sin number four of the week. And that honor this week belongs to the sin of greed. So tell me, have you ordered something for the holidays for a friend or relative on your list from the e-commerce sites Timu or Shine? Supposedly they get things massively cheaper than anybody else. Well, get ready. It may be a little late getting here, and in the future it may cost you a little more. And who's to blame? The Jews. <laughs> I say that in jest, but really. The Israel-Hamas war has now spilled over into the Red Sea, and that is causing quite a ruckus. The latest company to say they're not going to ship things through the Red Sea is British Petroleum. You know what that means. Gas prices may soon be going up. BP said they're going to pause shipping through the Red Sea for now, citing the violent threat of the Iran-backed rebels in Yemen. At least nine other characters, among them the Danish cargo giant Maersk, recently said they will temporarily still clear of the treacherous waters as well. Now, Maersk sends a lot of stuff from the area via Timu and Shine. Here's what's happening. The militants have been attacking commercial vessels passing through the southern port of the sea ever since the Israel-Hamas war erupted in October. And it is creating quite the global issue. You see, the Red Sea flows into the Suez Canal, which is the fastest maritime link between Europe and Asia. All in all, about 12% of world trade passes through there. But that 12% uh, equates to 50 to 75% of trade coming from Asia. Many shipping companies said they have decided to sacrifice speed for safety, and they're sailing around the southern tip of Africa instead. What does that mean? Well, if you've ordered from Shine or Timu, uh, your package could be a little late. And uh, by the way, when you order again, it may cost you a little more. By the way, the oil companies say right now uh, they're going to hold prices, but they expect oil futures to rise because 
even though they're still sending oil through the Red Sea, they're now having to spend more for insurance. So remember, everything can be solved with just a little more money. Greed. Sin number four this week on our sins that will do you in from Brother Chuck and the Church of Common Sense. All we really need is just a little more money And the future would be clear every day bright and sunny If we had more cows in the land of milk and honey Everything would be fine with a little more money I know somewhere There's got to be a stash And all we got to do Is get our hands on that cash Things wouldn't be so tense If we had more dollars and cents And cents enough To somehow make it last All it takes is more money Just a little more money and the future would be clear Every day bright and sunny If we had more cows in the land Of milk and honey Everything would be fine With a little more money Yeah, there'd be less fighting Be a lot less greed Everybody would have Everything they need I bet we could feed the hungry Maybe even clothe the poor And everyone would have Everything that they wish for With a little more money Just a little more money Yeah, the future would be clear And every day bright and sunny Just a few more cows In the land of milk and honey Everything will be fine With just a little more money If everybody would work Like they needed to There'd be a lot less work For those of us that have to Jobs would be done right And no one could complain And We'd all have money to spend with each other again If we had more money Just a little more money Ah, the future would be clear And every day bright and sunny If we had more cows in the land of milk and honey Everything would be fine With a little more money if we had more cows in the land of milk and honey Everything would be fine With a little more money We move on with our countdown of the sins we'll do you in. And sin number three this week belongs to the great state of Texas, or should I say the Republic of Texas, and the sin of pride, which is not always a bad thing. And in Texas's viewpoint, that's the case here. The governor of Texas has signed a border bill that makes entering the Republic of Texas illegally 
a state crime. A measure is called SB4, and what it does, it grants local law enforcement the power to arrest migrants and judges in the Republic of Texas the ability to issue orders to remove them to Mexico. Now, of course, it sent ripples of fear throughout the Latino community in Texas. Guestimate is that 40% of the state's population has some Mexican heritage. But that doesn't mean 40% of them are there illegally. It's been condemned by civil rights organizations, immigration advocacy groups all over. The Texas legislature passed it last month. And you see, here's the deal. Down around the border of Texas, in particular, if you've seen anything on the news recently about Eagle Pass, illegal immigrants and migrants are coming over to our side of the border illegally by the thousands every day. Now, Democrat members of the House of Representatives have said the bill oversteps the federal government's powers and that it echoes an immigration status provision by Arizona in what opponents have dubbed the Show Me Your Papers law. That law in Arizona was rejected by the U.S. Supreme Court in 2012 when the Supreme Court upheld that the federal government is the one to set immigration policy and laws. When asked about this, Texas authorities replied, and don't forget, Arizona ain't Texas. <laughs> Pride. If you don't like it, maybe Texas ain't the place for you. Brother Chuck from the pulpit of the Church of Common Sense. Well, they're coming across the border slowed out of time and the president says just leave them alone they're all upset because they don't see no welcome sign but they throw up their own flag and call this a new home across miles and miles it takes it sombreros are all that you see they finally found out what we've
Brother Chuck here from the pulpit of the Church of Common Sense as we roll on with our countdown of the sins we'll do you in for the next to the last week in the year 2023. And we're up to the next to the last sin of the week, sin number two this week. And occupying that slot is the sin of ignorance. You know what we say, if you don't know no better, you can't get no better. And what the government needs is your ignorance. Oh, they want your vote. Once they get your vote, they'll take your money. But what they really need to keep doing what they're doing is your ignorance. And what they're not doing is trying to keep foreign countries from buying up private companies in the United States. Finally, someone is competing with China. That's the good news. The bad news is it's Japan. The worst news is they're competing to own American companies. U.S. Steel. Now, this is a name that goes all the way back to the big names of J.P. Morgan, Andrew Carnegie. U.S. Steel is turning Japanese in a deal worth $14 billion, actually $14.1 billion, once the world's largest company and a symbol of U.S. manufacturing, U.S. Steel, founded back in the days of J.P. Morgan and Andrew Carnegie, who were among its founders, has agreed to be bought by Japan. Japan's Nippon Steel will merge and acquire U.S. Steel. The deal ends months of speculation that we've heard little about. The 122-year-old company had their fate sealed when Nippon Steel agreed to a $14.1 billion takeover. Now, it rebuffed a $7.3 billion takeover from the domestic rival Cleveland Cliffs over the summer. Assuming regulators and U.S. Steel shareholders will sign off on the purchase, and why wouldn't they? It's money in their pockets. It will make Nippon the second biggest steel company in the world. Mainly, it will give it a major presence in the U.S. market. Why is that important? Well, as you well know, the U.S. market uses a lot of steel, especially to make cars. So there you have it. Ignorance. We file it under the head of, if you don't do something, something's going to get done. You can't do nothing about. And sin number two on this week's countdown of the sins that will do you in. Now if you don't do something, if you don't do something, something's gonna get done that you can't do nothing about. If you don't do something, if you don't do something, something's gonna get done that you can't do nothing about. 
tired of hearing It ain't up to me It's a simple ideas that have changed history If you want to make a difference You gotta take a stand Her things are gonna turn out just like you hadn't planned So if you don't do something If you don't do something Something's gonna get done that you can't do nothing about If you don't do something If you don't do something Something's gonna get done that you can't do nothing about Now you can't just sit there Let them all run over you Limitate, buddy, that's what they're hoping you'll do Just stand up and say Uh-uh, there ain't no way Who knows, they might just listen to what you say Cause if you don't do something If you don't do something Something's gonna get done that you can't do nothing about If you don't do something If you don't do something Something's gonna get done that you can't do nothing about Something's gonna get done that you can't do nothing about If you don't do something We're up to our number one sin of the week for the week ending December 23rd, the next to the last week of the year, 2023, here on Brother Chuck in the Church of Common Sense. And that honor this week belongs once again to the sin of deception. I heard this the other day, and I wanted to remember it because it's quite interesting. Saying that you're losing weight by saying last year, I gained 10 pounds. This year, I only gained five. <laughs> it's nothing more than a good old-fashioned tool of deception. Is that what's being done to us, basically, by the media these days when they talk about how good things are in the United States? We hear the stock market is through the roof, and that's a signifier that things are looking up. Interest rates are coming down. Things are looking up. Gas prices are down. Things are looking up. Everything is great. Everything is better. Everything's hunky-dory. Well, the question remains, if everything is so much better, why are things still so bad? In other words, did I lose weight if I only gained 5 pounds this year rather than the 10 pounds I gained last year? I'm still up 15 pounds, but nobody's done the math. Homelessness in the United States recently hit a new record. Now remember, the stock market is through the roof. Everybody's doing better. There's more money than ever before. Unemployment is down. But roughly 653,000 people in the United States are homeless. That is a 12% jump from last year. What's the problem? Well, officials say it's a mixture of rising housing costs, Plus, there's the expiration of the pandemic-era 
aid and eviction moratoriums, which means you got to pay your rent to stay in there. Also, a surge of migrants coming to the U.S. Homelessness has been on the rise since 2015. So that's not good. And then there's this. General Motors laying off about 1,300 more workers in Michigan. This will start next year. Why? Well, some vehicles are simply ending production. Yes, yes, that's right. The largest of the layoffs were expected. 945 workers at the Orion Assembly that build the Chevy Bolt models. Chevy Bolt was that hybrid electric model that was supposed to take America by storm. Not so much. GM says, mm, we're over, we're ending that. The other 369 players, uh, players, I should say, or workers to be laid off come from the Lansing Grand River Assembly Plant because Chevy is no longer making the Camaro. Uh, GM had previously announced the end of the vehicle, but weren't sure how many employees would be laid off at the plant, which will continue to produce Cadillac sedans. Now, GM is quick to say they will retool Orion to build electric trucks. That plan is expected to come back online sometime in late 2025. But what happens for the next two years? Remember, these folks are going to get laid off early next year in 2024 when they shut the plant down. They're not right now going to bring on the electric truck plant until 2025, which means these models won't be available until, what, 2027, 2028? So we won't be seeing any money from that. But company officials are quick to say, hey, when we're back online in 2025, things will be great. This should lead to an even larger number of employees being laid off about 2028, right before the next presidential election. Good old-fashioned deception on everybody's part. More people out of work, more people homeless, but things are looking up. Again, asking the question, if everything is so much better, why are things still so bad? Everything is so much better Why are things still so bad? If everybody's supposed to be happy Why folks so damn mad? If we miss out on the good times We were told that we had Yeah, everything is so much better That's just a select few Too bad, I reckon, if one of those few happens to be you Cause if everything is so much better Say it is. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. 